Hello everyone, welcome to Talk Talks. I'm your host, Andrew Kistner, uh, for the Oxford Center Talks. And today we have an awesome guest. Uh, her, her name is Dr. Suma Thomas, and uh, she is one of our doctors, and she's a DO here, and uh, kind of sees all kinds of patients from pediatrics to geriatrics, and just absolutely wonderful getting to know her over the last several months, and wanted to sit down with her and kind of find out what makes her tick, what makes her different. Um, and I think it'll be a fun episode. Dr. Suma, thank you for, for coming. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. So the first thing I want to ask you is, I remember, well, we'll get back to that one. I have a good question for you because mm -hmm. I saw on the survey that you did. But anyway, we'll get back to the interview. So how did you get into, what, what, what led you to become a DO? Sure, so I'm originally from India. Um, and I came to the States when I was really young and I would say probably since the age of three I've known that I've wanted to be a doctor. I used to play with the doctor toys, <laughs> ask for the doctor stuff. Um, and I think it was maybe in high school when up until then I wanted to be a pediatrician, deal with little kids. Yeah. Um, but then one day I was watching my dad work on the car and I thought what if something happens to him I wouldn't be able to do anything. So that's when I switched gears and said I want to be a family doctor and be able to treat everybody and grow with the family yeah. and get to know the entire family from start to finish. Um, and then of course after that, because I'm originally from South Carolina, um, then I went to med school in Georgia okay. and residency in North Carolina. And then my husband's from Michigan, so that's how I came into Got this it. cold tundra. Where did so, you meet him? We actually met on a Indian matrimonial website and then we met face to face <laughs> in Columbia because in South Carolina because yeah. I wanted to make sure, you know, he wasn't crazy. Really? So. That's good. That's always a good thing to check yeah. on. But and then we've so been get back to that. Yes. There, so is this a dating site for for Indian people? Yes, it is uh, called Shadi, which in our uh, like in our Hindi language it means wedding. So <laughs> Both of our parents were telling us respectively, hey, you guys are getting kind of old. You might want to get married. Because in our culture, a girl is typically married by 18, 19. Yeah. And I was uh, 26. And oh, I wanted man. to make sure. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty much, you know, a desert <laughs> going into Indian culture. So, But I said I wanted my degree first. Right. So. Well, that's good. So what did your uh, parents, so they, they immigrated when you were how old? Uh, my dad came over first, and then my mom and I okay. came a year later, okay. so when I was uh, three. So they were um, like the first generation here, and I think only, even I, obviously born in India, my children are first generation Americans, yeah. but I'm immigrant. So. Awesome. And um, what did your parents do? So my mom was a housewife, so the hardest job, and then my dad was um, like a manager, supervisor of a textile okay. uh, company awesome. in South Carolina. And did work bring them here, or did they just, they wanted to be in America? Oh, I think it was a little bit, uh, well, they wanted to be in America because we initially were in New York, and that's when I went, um, when I moved to America was in New York, but then after a year of staying in a cooped up apartment, I asked to go back to India and I went to school there for a couple years and then we moved to South Carolina because my dad's work brought him from New York to uh, South Carolina. But it was mainly just for the family. Back in, in the 80s, um, usually if one family member is here then they can um, like sponsor other family members. So oh, his cool. older sister was here originally and then she brought her other siblings including my dad. Very cool. Awesome. And which did you like more? Did you like New York or did you like South Carolina? Oh, definitely South Carolina. Better weather, better people. People are nicer. <laughs> so, yeah. 
I, I would choose South Carolina. I mean, New York, I think, is a pretty, like, upstate New York is, is pretty beautiful, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, South Carolina is pretty fantastic. Yes. We have everything that you would need, mountains, rivers, oceans, so we're yeah. pretty fabulous. Okay, now which do you like better? And careful. Okay. South Carolina or Michigan? Mm, I would still say <laughs> South, South Carolina. Carolina. Have you been, well, you, how long have you lived in Michigan? Uh, going on almost six years now. Okay. We moved here 17. So you understand Michigan at yes. this point. Yes. I mean, now I'm acclimated. Before, <laughs> I remember when I was moving or about to move here, I told my husband, you have to get me a, a seat warmer for the car. You have to get me a fur coat or something really conditions nice. conditions that have yes. to be met. And I will not shovel the snow. Don't even look at me for that. Um, but now I've noticed that it can be 40 degrees and I realize I'm in a t-shirt yeah. and I'm thinking, oh, I guess I can put on a jacket, but why? Right, right. So I hate wearing become, jackets. Yeah. So I've become Michigander now. That's good. That's good. And Michigan is a beautiful state. Yes. Have you, have you been uh, up north at all? We, like Traverse City, Petoskey, yes. Charlevoix yes, area? Yes, um, The fall is amazing up there. And in Petoskey, uh, I think just outside of Petoskey, there's the Tunnel of Trees. Oh, I've heard about that. Yes, oh, you have, have to drive that in the fall. It's like okay. a 25-minute drive of these winding pathways through hilly and everything through a forest. And it's just all the trees are changed colors. Uh, it is, I think, one of the best things Mission has to offer. Um, to it's absolutely beautiful. Go up there, probably even now. Um, okay. But I would say late September, early October, and it will blow your mind. Okay, noted. Um, yeah. But no, I, I love Michigan. We've pretty much been in Michigan our entire lives. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're definitely used to the way the weather works. You can have all four seasons, you know, mm -hmm. in, in one day. And that's okay yes. with us. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's, it's not as hot as the Carolinas, but, you know, we still get warmth. We get in the 90s. Sometimes we've hit 100. That is, yes. Yeah. Something. That's what yes. you want. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> uh, I remember seeing um, in, you know, how we give those surveys. Yes. You you put in that survey you and I, you have to get to know Dr. Suma. She has a great sense of humor. She is not a stuffy doctor by any means, and that's one thing I appreciate most about her is she's real with with everybody that she meets, and uh, her sense of humor she can't even hold it back. It's 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 ingrained her. I don't yes. know if there's a serious bone in her body. Kind of similar no. to me. Um, and you said that you do an incredible Indian accent. I do. And I wanted to hear that. So that I can talk just like a regular Indian, just how we talk in our culture, and then I can flip back into, and sometimes if you pay real close attention, sometimes I have a Southern slang as well. So. <laughs> I love it. Does that ever come out, like Somet accidentally, like Acc you're just yes. talking? Yeah, usually if I pick up like my personal cell phone, uh, then sometimes I go from hello to hello. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wanted to ask you about that, and I figured the podcast would be yeah. fun. Yeah. So one thing that um, I know that you specialize in, which I didn't even know existed, um, was osteopathic manipulation. Mm -hmm. um, that's really, I think, what the bulk of our episode is going to be about. Mm -hmm. um, first, what is it? So it's OMT, osteopathic manipulative treatment or therapy. It's something that only DOs or doctors of osteopathic medicine can do. Um, we get trained in med school, just like MDs, for example, with all the basic medical knowledge. But we also do 2,000 plus hours of um, OMT. -er, and it's essentially just techniques that we learn with our hands that we can work from head to toe to treat uh, complex to simple conditions. For example, I can help treat sinusitis by, hmm. instead of just throwing an antibiotic at you, 
um, I can treat headaches, anything musculoskeletal. Um, we treat back pain. I can even fix your hiccups. Um, there's different parts of the body that respond in different ways. So it's yeah. all about finding those pressure points, those trigger points. Um, aligning the, sc um, the skull as well as all the way to the foot. Mainly I work on the spine. Um, for example, if you came in with, um, let's say, stomach ache, okay. um, it could be your stomach, but most of the time I would say your spine is misaligned somewhere. So along our spine we have different regions and each region also has subsequent nerves underneath it. And those nerves are the ones that travel to the different body parts or the hmm. organs. So for example, your stomach is controlled by your thoracic or your mid-region, T5 to T9. And so usually if people are saying, for example, stomach pain and I go to their thoracic spine, it's either out of alignment, usually on their left side because that's where your stomach is. And usually if I put them back into place, then their uh, symptoms of the stomach issues or whatever usually subside because that nerve was talking to the stomach. That's why... That's so interesting. Who would have thought? Right? Who would have thunk it? But um, that's why in, when people have heart attacks, we often ask, are you having uh, radiation of pain down your arm? Do you have neck or jaw pain? Because the same nerves that innervate or supply the heart or the same ones that supply the arms, supply the head and neck. So sometimes people can't feel the heart pain, but they'll right. let us know about the arm. Yeah. So everything is connected and not one nerve only does one thing. So that's why. Yeah, interesting. I went through um, about, it was it turned out from what the doctor said it was stress, but I would have lower jaw pain and mm -hmm. heart pain, chest pains, mm -hmm. um, just sitting there, not doing anything. Um, and they had me do a stress test, nuclear stress test. That was awful. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> they literally, they pumped my veins full of stuff and they said, okay, we're going to put you on this treadmill and we want to get your heart rate up to 195. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I don't really know what that means, but all right, I'll just run here for a bit. The like 180, that was tough. Mm -hmm. I don't do anything active. Mm -hmm. I quit running in high school. Um, that was tough, but from 180 to 195, that was awful. Mm -hmm. I took the rest of the day off. I was spent... <laughs> It was like 10 minutes on a treadmill and I was, I was booking it and it was tough, but they said it was just stress. stress. Um, and so I was working two jobs at the time. I was starting a company and working for a company and I just quit one of those mm -hmm. and I didn't, I've not had that issue. <laughs> and there you go. I guess he or she was right then. He or she was right. So I'll let you know if I have that issue again. <laughs> so it sounds to me, um, what's the difference between you're talking about alignment mm -hmm. in spine and whatnot is is that similar to a chiropractor what are the differences between omt and chiropractic care sure so a lot of people um like kind of mislabel either or think that we're one and the other one's the other one um the main difference is that one we do have more training the other thing is um, the usual practice or the model for chiropractic is uh, what most people identify as the crack and pop. Right. So in OMT, that's not our goal because again, that just means that I'm only focusing on the spine. Um, the way I like to explain it to patients especially is if I just stripped your body of all the muscles, ligaments, tendons, and you are only left with your basic skull or your basic skeleton, it will not move because the things that make those bones move are the ones that I stripped it away. Interesting. So it yeah. doesn't, if I align your uh, bones and put you in whatever position, you will stay in that position. But right. the way that you're able to move are because of the muscles, ligaments, and tendons. So it wouldn't make logical sense for me just to only work on your bones. 
I have to make sure the bones that I put back into place are realigned can maintain that with the muscles, ligaments, and tendons. So I kind of like to say they those three things are sort of uh, similar to rubber bands. You right. can't overstress the rubber band, but you can, you know, it is pliable, so you have to right. kind of guide them. So if your back, for example, is misaligned, after I align your spine, my next goal is the muscles, ligaments, and tendons around the area. So it kind of lets them know, okay, you know, he's back to what should be the normal, right. but in your body's mind, the messed up version was what it was used to. So right. it's going to have muscle memory, and it, even though I put you back into place, it's going to go back to the wrong thing. Right. So that's why if I focus on the muscles, it's kind of teaching it back, okay, let's go back to the normal, normal way. Right. you got to retrain them yes. a little bit. That's interesting. Um, I know chiropractic, in my personal opinion, um, and from what I see, it seems like chiropractic care is, is switching a little bit um, because there's a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I've watched several people that like, they're cracking their neck and they're going mm -hmm. to the chiropractor the once, twice a week, and mm -hmm. you know they're having blood clots and brain aneurysms mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff. Um, and hopefully that industry switches because there's literally shops that you yes. have a membership to, and mm -hmm. you walk in the door, scan your card, and they, they put you on a table there's no, you know, what's hurting? Okay, crack, 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 mm -hmm. crack. And um, people are getting hurt. Yes. I'm not necessarily, I wouldn't say anti-chiropractic care or chiropractor, but I think that what you do seems safer. Is that true? Yes, it is. And uh, personally, I do not recommend uh, chiropractic care. Now, obviously, you know, every patient or everyone is entitled to their opinion, whatever sure. they want to do. But the reason I tell my patients um, I prefer physical therapy, massage therapy, and then of course OMT is because of that concept that I mentioned. It's not just the bones. Cracking and popping is not going to fix. And you just because you have neck pain, again, it might not be the neck that's causing it. We were taught that it's always think of the joint above, joint below. For example, if your shoulder's hurting, yes, it might be the shoulder, but it might be because your lower back was the mm. initial culprit and the rest of the body will at all times try to maintain balance and homeostasis. So if right. your low back is hurting, now the upper back's gonna say, hey, the low back is out for a few days, let's pick up the slack. And then after that, for example, if your left lower back is hurting, your right middle will start compensating. And then now it, that right middle is doing the work of its own job as well as the left lower, and pretty soon that's going to start aching. Huh. The left lower is just you know chilling out there because right. it's, it's injured but now you're hurting in the right middle. So if I don't pay attention to the whole body, then right. I would you know, crack your right middle and you didn't fix the problem. I just put a Band-Aid on what was, I didn't fix the underlying issue. Yeah, and that's kind of fits our philosophy. I mean, which obviously there's a reason that you're at the Oxford Center. Um, and I would assume one of those reasons is our philosophy of getting to that root cause. We don't like Band-Aids, mm -hmm. um, you know, hypothetical or methodical, whatever you say. <laughs> Um, you know, we want to get find out really what the problem is and, mm -hmm. and correct that. Um, so, speaking of that, what drew you to the? How did you hear about the Oxford Center, and then what drew you to here? Sure. So, um, I started out with um, I've been out of residency for about close to six years now, um, and my initial first job was with a corporate uh, healthcare system. Mm -hmm. Initially, it was fine, but I saw that as the years progressed, it was becoming more corporate. Um, world in terms of where they were recommending we see more and more patients and I'm all about quality over quantity yeah. I like to get to know my patients be able to sit and talk 
rather than saying, okay, I know your, you know, your arm hurts and your knee hurts. Well, we got 10 minutes. Which one do you care about more? <laughs> right, so, exactly, yeah. So I eventually left there and did uh, telemedicine for a little bit so I can spend a little bit more time with the family. But I noticed I was getting bored because um, I missed that hands-on approach. Yeah. And, um, it's tough to do OMT through, yes, through a computer. I couldn't, so. I couldn't do it except for all my husband. And, right. You know, that wasn't very much fun. So, um, so then I saw um, the Oxford Center. And the irony is that I just lived 10 minutes away from here. Oh, and awesome. I would always see the sign. But um, I wasn't 100% sure what it is. And I said, you know, let, let's see what it's about. And I noticed that there was an opening. And I said, I guess we'll let God work his right. magic, and here I am. Right. So. <laughs> yep, that's how a lot of people are here, is God puts them here. Yes. It's, it's absolutely wonderful to look back on and see, you know, how he works. So mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, and, and I love that you fit our philosophy. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it was from the very beginning, I remember Tammy being so excited <laughs> after your interview. Um, and uh, she talked very highly of oh. how things, how just well our whole medical department, you mm -hmm. know, uh, is running, you know, and, and you're a part of that, obviously. Um, so I think that's that's awesome. We have a really, really good medical team. Yes, we do. Um, every, everyone seems to get along really well yes. and work together. And um, I love going back to your your office. I get attacked, they make fun of me, but that's all right. Well, I can I can handle it. I'm sure you deserve I'm it. I'm strong. I can do it. I do. I um, so how does um, do you uh, and something that's always confused me. Um, through different insurance companies and whatnot, do you have to be somebody's, do they have to set up primary care for one just, you know, to come see, let's say they're, they have, they're a sore throat. Mm -hmm. Do they have to have primary care set up through you in order to see you for acute illness? Um, so it would depend on insurances because okay. some insurances, uh, for example, I believe uh, Blue Care Network might be okay. one where they want a PCP established since Got we're it. not a urgent care facility. Got it. But okay. other people, um, other insurances, you could come here just for, like you mentioned, a sore throat. But most of the time, once they come here and they see our philosophy, see our medical team, yeah, you know, yeah, that sore throat turns into lifelong care kind mm -hmm. of concept. Um, but for OMT, um, you do not have to be, per se, my uh, patient in terms of I'm your PCP. You can, um, in that world, I'm seen as a specialist because I'm only performing that specialty related oh, okay. care. That makes sense. So you can, because I've had uh, in the previous uh, work where people would refer their patients to me just for the OMT part. Awesome. So it is, it's just like you go into a cardiologist for chest right. pain. Right, right. Awesome. That's pretty cool. So I can see you for my lower back pain. Yes. Okay. I know Emily's been pushing me to, to get yes. that done. But that's, I'll get there. Well, you know, hard heads make soft behind. That's very true. So. That's very true. Um, so uh, obviously you uh, take insurance. I think mm -hmm. it's awesome that somebody can come to you just for the service mm -hmm. um, of OMT. Yes. So um, talk to me about some of the results you've seen with providing OMT. Sure. So here... Um, here at Oxford, I've had a couple of patients, uh, some employees that say oh, they've cool. had, um, like for example, neck, one person I was treating for neck and mid back pain. And um, she does a lot of uh, like maintenance stuff, manual stuff. Yeah. Um, so she's always on her, you know, looking up, painting stuff. <laughs> um, and she was saying that after the OMT couple of sessions, um, she noticed she fell asleep on her couch and before, 
um, if she, when she gets up, she would be stiff as a board, wouldn't right. be, you know, able to move much, but she fell asleep for a couple hours and noticed she was fine. Um, so it does help because like I mentioned before, it's about teaching that muscle to do what's supposed to be the normal yeah. thing. Yeah. And then another one, um, which I'm really, really happy and proud of is, um, we treated or a, a little girl mm -hmm. um, and she is uh, her mom said that she was notorious for grinding her teeth and <laughs> having a little bit of uh, obviously trouble sleeping because yeah. of that and she would kind of like shift her jaw to one side right right but um, I had noticed that upon OMT that she had what we call like a shifted atlas which is part of your skull right and if you think about the skull all of it has to be aligned for it to be properly able to do what we need to do. So yeah. the, once we put that back into place, mom said that she's sleeping a little bit better, that mm -hmm. she doesn't have the grinding or the shifting of the jaw. So clearly yep. it works and that, that's my proudest moment. Awesome, yeah. I love it, that's very cool. Um, so I think that's all the questions I have. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we'll end this episode of Talk Talks. Um, please like, share. Um, this uh, We post, try to get every Thursday. I'm right now remodeling a house, so we're a little off <laughs> on our schedule, uh, but we'll get there. Um, so if you're interested in meeting with Dr. Thomas, uh, whether it's primary care and setting that up, or if you just need um, OMT, osteopathic manipulation mm -hmm. therapy or treatment, mm -hmm. Um, just call the Ashford Center, um, and she can get you probably right in. She's very, she's awesome. Uh, you're absolutely <laughs> gonna love her. Um, she picks on me, but I can handle it. So don't even worry about it. You pick on me too, though. What so. me? No, I would okay. never. <clears throat> uh, so uh, please like, share, uh, and we'll see you guys next week.